0: Please, all right, so you all should know who that is, right? That, that was Dr. Sid Williams. Uh, there are two people that I credit for uh, everything that I do, aside from my wife. Um, there are two other people <laughs> that I credit <laughs> everything that I do. Uh, and that is Dr. Webster, who I'll introduce you to shortly, but, but Dr. Sid really was the first. And it's really a shame uh, that he's not here uh, to teach you the way he taught us. Because I sat at his feet for 10 straight years uh, listening to every word this man said. I was a DE every DE meeting for 10 straight years. And the guy was just profound, he had profound wisdom. And as uh, Jason was saying before, one of the hardest things about Dr. Sid is he definitely had a southern accent and he definitely had an interesting way about which he was talking. So um, you, you, you have to kind of really focus in to really get what he was saying, right? But if you paid attention, right, if you really paid attention, the guy has some life-changing things you know, to say. And he remembered everything. You know, when I first started teaching here in 2001, I would camp out in the administration building just so I could say hi to him. I would teach my class from 7 to 9, Uh, at that time I was just teaching one class, the pediatric diagnosis class uh, from 7 to 9 Thursday and then I would go over to the admin office and just camp out for an hour or two waiting for him, this is before cell phones, before laptops, I'd just sit there and read a book and just wait just because I wanted to to see him and talk, I just wanted to be in his presence. And one time he came out and he always knew who I was, which is totally amazing. And he's, but he never called me by my name. He never called anybody by na- name. He used to say boy, and it was boy, right? So he said, hey boy, he said, what are you teaching here now? You're teaching about kids, right? And I said, yes, sir, yes, sir. He said, that's important, boy. And it was interesting. Uh, at that time, there was some reason, I can't remember what it was, that I could not make that particular DE, the one that had just happened. And he said, why didn't I see you with the last DE, boy? My holy cow! How did he know that? There's 3,000 people here, and he knew that I wasn't there, right? And, and he only spoke one or two times, so it's not like he was there the entire weekend. How did he know that? But that, that he was that was just the kind of person, you know, that he was. He really had his finger on the pulse, you know. And uh, I absolutely love the things that he said. And he used to have all these amazing pieces of wisdom. And I want to share just a couple of the, the quotes that he used to say, uh, because I think it's so uh, super important. And you saw one of them. Uh, probably one of the most important things that he did was dropping the keys, right? How many of you guys have ever seen any of the dropping the keys before? Oh, how painful. Okay. So uh, bless you. It's getting less and less every quarter. Uh, so it's my responsibility to continue the dropping the keys tradition here at Life University. Um, so I'm going to explain to you what he meant in case you didn't quite get it, because he, he did it pretty quickly, he usually has a, a big long uh, thing about it, but <clears throat> if I took out my keys like this right now, and I let them go, where are they going? Down. They're going down. How many times will they go down? Everybody. Will they not go down at some point in time? No. no. So uh, unless the universe changes somehow, which is possible, but, but barring the universe having a cataclysmic change, if I let go of these keys, they're going down every single time. Why is that so important? That's the law, right? That's the law. So if I drop these keys and I let go of them, they're going to go down every single time. And why is that? Because we're following the law. And when you follow the law, then things work. And you don't follow the law, things don't work. And I'm not talking about breaking the law like you know, speeding, whatever, forget about that. That's a whole other law. We're not talking about those kind of laws. We're talking about the universal laws, right? And we're not even talking about gravity or you know, the strong force, the weak force, they're not, they're not even those kind of laws. We're talking about the laws of the universe. Like how does anybody succeed? You wonder, how does Dr. Sid create the biggest chiropractic school in the world, and other people, there's other chiropractic schools that start and go down and they can't even make it, right? What's, what was the difference, right? The, the difference was he followed the law. And the law says, that which I think about comes about. Right? And, and that's just as real as this. It's just as real. Now what you think about comes about. If you think about junk, you think about failure, if he started this school and said, oh, I hope this works. Man, if this don't work, I'm gonna be out a lot of money. And that was his dominant thought all the time. Life university would cease have ceased to exist, right? That wasn't his thought. It wasn't even his thought to say, well, we better plan for some kind of th- contingency thing. He just said, life must work. Because like we talked about last week, he saved chiropractic, right? De was on its way down. I mean, uh, I mean, chiropractic was on his way down, and De and then Life University saved chiropractic. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here. So when he was talking about the keys dropping down, right? He was talking about I followed the law, and the law says if I believe it with such strength and with such authority that I believe that what I do is going to work, then it's going to work. Just as sure. that works. Just as sure. So when you guys think about your futures, and some of your futures are coming up real quick. You guys think about your futures. You don't think about, well, what if? When what if happens, you can start worrying. Before what if, you know, what if I fail? What if it doesn't work? What if I pick the wrong town? What if I do it wrong? Forget about that stuff. Right? You, you'll have plenty of time to think about that stuff if something goes wrong. Spend all your time, all your energy, and all your eff- effort on what do I want. Because that what you think about comes about. What your mind puts energy to, you will attract. Right? We are constantly attracting new patients to the office. We are constantly attracting special needs kids to the office. We're constantly attracting Pregnant women to the office. Why? Because that's what I think about all the time. All the time. I do not waste my time on any extraneous thoughts. I don't waste my time on Facebook. I don't waste my time doing stuff that isn't going to produce what I want in my life. So we do not have time for that because I want to follow the law. He said this is a law and I want to follow that law. And if I drop those keys, those keys will go down. If I think about that, I want pregnant women in my office, and I get them. It's not some happenstance. It's not some, wow, you're so lucky, Dr. Urban, or you must have started with some kind of privilege. What? I started with nothing. So did he. He started with nothing. Right? So, so don't, and so some of you guys are like, well, uh, you know, well, so and so is so fortunate because their dad's a chiropractor and they're going to get the practice from them. You know what? That's not necessarily the greatest thing. Now, for some people, it's totally awesome. And they're walking into a goal of mine that's lovely. Right? One of my friends I graduated with way back when, he trashed his father's practice in two years and now he's flying airplanes. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing, right? Flying, being a pilot's a good thing, right? But that's not what he went to four years of school for, right? He didn't go for that. So don't think someone else has got some, well, you're just so lucky, or you come from money, or you come from privilege, or your dad's a chiropractor, or your sister's a chiropractor. That has nothing to do with anything. What it has to do with is what you're thinking about, right? Put your mind, right now, you guys have six months or three months or nine months to really figure out what it is that you want and I suggest you start working on it right now right now think about the ideal patient you want what's my ideal patient I, my ideal patient is a female age 25 to 45 with three kids and a good job that's my ideal patient and guess who comes in you look at my practice and that's the, 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 it's all over the place because that's my, I don't say, I want a 65-year-old uh, person on Medicare you know, and walking in the crutches. It's just I'm not interested. Not that we shouldn't adjust Medicare people. And I, you know, there's plenty of chiropractors out there who love adjusting Medicare people. And more have at it. That's for them. It's not for me. Right? Define what kind of patient you want. You, know, you want a, a sports practice? Define that athlete. What does that athlete look like? You want a geriatric practice? You want a pediatric practice? You want a general practice? Whatever kind of practice you want, define the practice that you want. Desvi- des- decide the practice of your dreams, and then make it. And then you know what you want you have to do? Here's the cool thing, right? What happens over time? Let's say this is a calendar, right? What happens over time is you walk like this, and you walk in the direction of your dreams. No matter what you do, right? But if your dreams are, I'll never make it, it's not gonna work, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough experience, I'm too young, uh, I don't have any business sense, I don't know what to do, you know, all these other things. If that's your mindset, then that's what you're gonna get to. And then you don't, don't be surprised in five years, if all you thought about is how bad everything's gonna be, that's bad, right? If, if, you're, if that's where you think it's gonna be, then that's what's going to happen. Because that is this. And here's the sad thing, this works either direction. So, if you think about what you do want, you get what you do want. But guess what? If you think about what you don't want, you get what you don't want. So, which one do you want? Right? Which one do you want? Right. You want the stuff you want. So, what do you got to do? Stop thinking about the stuff you don't want. Doesn't mean this stuff doesn't come into your head. Of course, it's going to come into your head. It's always going to come into your head. You're not going to have a wall, an impenetrable wall, and this sort of stuff doesn't come in. It's not possible. But what you have to do is police your thoughts. Who's policing your thoughts? The biggest problem I have with Facebook is there's no police on it. It's just a bunch of crap coming at you from all different sides with all kinds of negativity and F-bombs and this, that, and I ain't complaining about this. That's what I don't like about Facebook, right? I go on, this, here's, I, go, I do what I call commando Facebooking. I go in, I post, I see about what I need to see about, and I get the hell out, right? I don't waste my time going,. Mer, 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 mer. let me go three hours going like this and then clicking here here and then clicking in that person and clicking, in, and just finding your wit, meandering your way through this stuff. Not that Facebook is bad or wrong. It's just is that what you want? Is that bringing you closer to your dreams? Right? That's what you're thinking about. Yeah, are your actions bringing you closer to your dreams? If they're not bringing you closer to your dreams, then why the hell are you doing them? Why are you wasting your time? You don't have that much time. You guys are all young. And you think you have a whole lot of time. I'm telling you, 26 years have been like this. I can't believe, I look back at my life and holy camoly. i got a 20 year old boy. I've been married 25 going on 26 years. I can't believe how fast this is going. I feel like I've been, I'm in some kind of a, I thought I was in some kind of clunky old Volkswagen. I'm in like a supercharged Porsche. You know? And, you know, just driving like mad down the highway, right? But I like that, right? I like that. But it, that's the way I want my life. What do you want your life to look like? I want you to really think about that, because that's the key to your success. And so many of you are stuck on what you don't want, and are constantly telling me or your friends about what you don't want, and how what you don't want is, keeps on manifesting. And if it keeps on manifesting, you're like, I can't believe it. I, I'm always having these problems here. And I, I tried to do this, and this didn't work. And I tried to do this, and that didn't work. I'm like, well, but if, if you keep on saying I tried to do this and it doesn't work, then that's what you will keep on happening. you will keep on getting trying and not working right? So turn things around. Use the power that Dr. Sid talks about, right? The keys are yours. Yes. The keys are yours. But here's the, the, the key to the key is you gotta let it go, right? And what does letting it go mean? What does that entail? The law. Well that's the law but letting it go, the actual <laughs> action of letting it go means I gotta believe right? Because if you don't believe, you'll never let it go. Because th- this, is, this is just as bad. I'll just stay here for 60 years. That's not going to work either. First off, your arms are going to get tired, right? And you won't get anything done. If you're standing around like this for a while, you gotta let it go, right? So you gotta trust the universe. How do you trust the universe? Is you write down your goals. Don't raise your hands. But How many of you have written goals? Yeah, I said don't raise your hands. I don't want to know. If you do not have written goals, why the hell not? Why the hell not? You better have written goals. There is no way anything is going to happen exactly the way you want it unless you write it down. Because <coughs> if, you, if you want to drive, let's say I want to drive to the airport from here. I'm going to Chicago tomorrow for ICPA. Let's say I want to drive from here to the airport and I don't know how to get to the airport. I need to know three things. What are those three things? Traffic. Where well, okay, forgetting about traffic that's a good point, Paige. you going to get there? Yeah, where am I? Where am I going and how am I going to get there? That's what written down goals are, right? You know where you are. I don't have whatever the particular thing is that you want, right? You know what you want, where you want to go, right? Now how are you going to get there? But here's the key. When you write something down, you say, "I want to, you know, have a high-volume practice." So it's what it's 2017. I want to, and you guys are graduating, let's say you graduate in a year. So let's say I want to have a high volume practice in Wichita, Kansas by 2019. Right? That's your goal. That's your goal. Well, now you've defined it. Now you've set it in stone. So what do you got to do? All right, I better go to Wichita. I better find myself a space. Right? I better look around and see what I'm looking for. I better kind of see what kind of demographics are in Wichita and see, well, is this section of Wichita better than this section of Wichita? right so it starts you an action plan so you don't have to it doesn't have to manifest right then but if you set the goal is this is where I'm going to be here and this is where I am now now the steps you have to take manifest themselves and then the forces that be will conspire to help you along the way if you have written goals i have a patient we're <coughs> we talking about this she says i don't have any written goals they're all right here in my head they're right here in my head and i've been watching her for a couple of years and none of her goals have come true and I keep on telling you, you've got to write these things down. I'm telling you. you gotta... No, 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 they're all right here, man. I don't have to waste my time. writing it down. I don't have to put it on an app on my phone. I'm like, okay, it's up to you. But then the things I'm telling you, there's something about writing it down, and you don't have to write it. With... If you hate writing, you can type it in an app or type it on your laptop or iPad or whatever. That's totally fine. But you have to have written goals. And if you don't have written goals, I'm really going to suggest tonight to spend a few minutes and write down at least like your top three to five goals. Because manifest what you want. I know what you want, and trust me, it's not paying back your student loans. Don't write that down as a goal. That is not a goal. That's a given, right? That's a given. That's going to happen anyway. You're going to step there, and as you take your steps, you're going to eventually pay back your student loans. Don't write that down. That's a a shallow goal. Write down, I want to have a high-volume practice in Wichita, Kansas, seeing 50% kids by 2019. That's a nice goal, you know? And don't write down goals like, I want to have a Mercedes 500 SL. Who the hell cares? Who the hell cares what kind of car you drive? Right? That's not the important thing. The, important, the goals have to be things that are life-changing for you and for the people around you. That's what a true goal is, something that would change your life or change someone else's life. If it's driving a Mercedes F, you know, 500 SL, unless you own Mercedes, it makes a difference to you, uh, like you're, you are Mr. Mercedes or Mrs. Mercedes, right? otherwise it won't really make a difference. Right? So write goals that that will do something, that will create, that will make something of you to achieve them. That's what a true goal is. A true goal is something that makes something of you to achieve it. You know? Whether you got a Mercedes or not, really doesn't, anybody can get a Mercedes. You could be broke and get a Mercedes, right? Who cares? Right? What really matters is how many people you're touching in some way. Whether um, Your family, your goals for your family, right? That's super important. Your spiritual goals, if if you're a spiritual person, super important. Your health goals, super important, and your practice goals, right? Write those things down. Define what you want and then start walking there, okay? You guys have been checking out all these different podcasts we've